Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. This year, the conference is taking place June 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2020. We'll interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software projects inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps podcast. Welcome to the uh, Mac DevOps podcast, uh, where we focus on the YVR conference. Uh, one day we'll tour around the world, but for now, uh, for the last five years, we've had the Mac DevOps podcast in Vancouver. YVR is the airport code. Uh, many hours of trivia at the conference have gone on about train stations and why, why, why do we have Ys in front of our airports? So. Mm. Check back to the uh, conference archives for the jokes, the nonstop jokes about uh, train stations and the uh, the why. Okay, actually, I thought we stopped that. Like the jokes stopped. The, jo- the jokes. Stopped. Yeah, we did promise. Stop. We promised to stop talking yeah, about train stations. Okay. So Mac DevOps YVR podcast take one. This is the first post. You know, first post was always the uh, thing you'd want to do when you get to a bulletin board. So this is the first podcast of, and. Wow. I've invited uh, Chris Johnson and Nelly Yi to start this Origin Stories podcast. Okay. Um, I didn't bring my original costume. There's been a couple of costume changes over the years, like my original Origin Story costume is slightly different. But the cape you're wearing right now is very lovely. Very fetching. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Even though apparently the capes are bad because they get caught in stuff and... Yeah, yeah, and I can't believe you haven't worn that since junior high. I know. <laughs> it still fits mostly. Wow. Yay. Exactly. Ah. There's no shame. No shame in superhero outfits. No judging. Come on. We're, we're all superheroes, right? That's one of our mottos here at Mac DevOps is... Was it? I thought yeah, it was. I think, we're all I think superheroes. We're all superheroes. Was, oh, okay. I thought it was better than JSON. Oh, okay. We're all superheroes here. Great. So the idea of the podcast was to talk about speakers uh, coming up for the conference, uh, to talk about the topics that are interesting to us at the conference. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, uh, JD, one of the conspirators in the last couple of years to help me with this conference, said we should interview me to talk about why this conference came together. And so... Um, to help me. I've always liked JD, but sometimes he just doesn't have very good ideas. Yes, interviewing me, that's a terrible idea. That's a terrible idea. But I thought we could ask Chris, who I've known for, how many years has it been now? At least 20? Three or four. Three or four? Possibly 20. Possibly 20 years now? I mean, maybe maybe five. How old are we? Uh, What's our secret identity? Oh, well, with our (laughs) secret identity, I think we're very different age. Yes. Uh, So we've known each other for a while. A while. Of yes. course, when I had the crazy idea to start Mac DevOps, I had to uh, bring my friend Chris in and help me, and uh, he's been a huge help. But of course, it goes without saying that uh, Nelly, uh, my wife here, has helped me a lot. So um, maybe uh, you should tell the Mac DevOps origin story, Nelly. Oh my goodness. I don't even know if I know the whole story, but I can try. Don't forget the kryptonite part. Yeah. That's my favorite part. <laughs> the kryptonite. <laughs> But you've you've been there to help me through the years, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Like, no, the I don't. First one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was I all a blur. Yeah, it was all a blur. The first one, um, yeah, maybe with some prompting. No, I remember the first one. Uh, remind me of the year again. Two thousand fifteen. That sounds 14, right. Oh yeah, if, 14, if last 15? year was the fifth, right? Yeah. Twenty nineteen. So twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, warning, folks. Math in progress. Math yeah, in, progress. Math in progress. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we're adulting. <laughs> um, I mean, the first conference was uh, there to celebrate uh, my good friend and colleague Brian Warsing at the time, who was at SFU working on a really cool project. And uh, Nelly used to work uh, alongside Brian at SFU. I did. I did. Uh, I worked uh, as a meeting planner. One of my many, many jobs uh, that I have had over (laughs) my many (laughs) lifetimes. And uh, I worked at SFU Harbor Center specifically. And yeah, Brian Worsing was part of the computing department, I guess, down there. Yeah. And so I I would always tell you to go over to him and uh, bug him and talk about Radmine and Puppet. Yes. And you were like, he really really liked that one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Not so much, but. Mm. Me knowing nothing about computers other than, you know, how to use one. Make sure they're plugged in. Yeah. 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 The fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's been one of the funny things in my life is I'm surrounded completely by people who are into computers, like, up to their eyeballs. And me, it just, I'm the black sheep of the family. I think it just skipped over me. I like computers. Yeah. But I'm not a, I'm not a computer file. Uh, <laughs> I think I think you you exist in the world that has computers. Yeah, yeah. So much for I'm our PG thirteen rating. There, there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, you have many many layers of expertise and experience, and over the last couple of years, you've been uh, listening to a lot of podcasts. You certainly. Uh, I am an expert podcast listener. You're yes. an oh. expert. I'm glad you noticed. I've noticed you spend a lot of time plugged into podcasts. <laughs> so I guess we'll find out if if Nelly listens to this after we're finished and she goes yeah that's a that's a great It'll be the seal of approval if she, yeah. if she says it really slowly we will see then, so yeah. what kind of things make a make a successful podcast since you know we are starting this podcast with the same level planning we started the conference like six years ago yeah. uh not a lot, not a lot. <laughs> yeah. why not um what would make a good podcast i would say make it interesting Okay, uh, check. Check. Okay, we'll just need to add more of that. Yeah, more, more of more that. Some sort of magical, okay. interesting some guess. powder. Good add guess. Some good guess. Um, I don't know. Engage with your audience. You know, make it relevant. Make it that interesting thing again. Um, have needs... some prizes. Prizes. prizes Ooh, giveaways. giveaways. Is that, is that too much? Is that a big thing in the in the yarn yarn uh, world? The sewing world. Sewing yeah, world. I've seen a lot of sewing podcasts, and that's, okay. that goes over really well. But um, well, yeah. I find myself sometimes surrounded by people who are really into yarn, and I feel okay. like I'm a bit of a black sheep. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> nice, so the black sheep. Do, are puns nice. good in the in podcasts? Oh, that depends on who you <laughs> <ask>. <laughs> Uh, You'll have to ask your audience that. Okay, uh, okay. okay. Well, we've, I think we've passed our allotment. I think we've done a couple already, so maybe we should... No more puns. No more yeah, puns. Let's, okay. Let's right there. So, good guess. In interesting topics. Interesting topics. Um, geez. What else makes a good podcast? Uh, storytelling? Storytelling. Why not? Origin stories? Origin stories. Start well, at the beginning. I have the cape, so... You, you've changed your career a lot, so right I now you're have. you're a podcast listener, but you've had other careers. And I have had other careers. It's certainly been a topic in our Mac DevOps world as well, changing careers. Mm-hmm. Chris, you've changed your careers many times. Yes, I, I think I have career ADHD. <laughs> um, if, it, if, if I'm at something more than three years, I start to get itchy feet. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes the technology relate. is changing that, you know, 
precipitates that and sometimes you just hmm I need a change of scenery so yeah uh, I think that comes with the territory though with tech stuff is always changing always uh, you know there's always the next new shiny thing and sometimes the next new shiny is just something that's shiny and it's distracting but sometimes it's actually I remember you something talking really to me amazing. about Ruby a lot and you were really interested about Ruby that was your shiny yeah that's a while ago eh? that was a while ago yeah, sorry I didn't mean to my, date you that's okay I mean, that was my claim to fame I, I remember going to one of the first Ruby conferences in Vancouver and that was that was very exciting you and know? then you were also excited about XML for a short amount of time Yes, uh, exciting and XML in the same sentence. Mm. It paid money. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, careers, right? Yes. Angle brackets. Yes, angle brackets. Lots of angle brackets. Yeah, and yeah, then that was that was very interesting. Did that for a few years, and then I then JavaScript. Started yeah, Node. To, I remember your yeah JavaScript started to suck less. So yeah. it was like, hmm, this is a, actually a viable thing that you can build things with, and right. uh, you know the the browsers started to get their act together and. It wasn't like write three versions of the same code just to do a, an image rollover kind of thing. It seemed and, like uh, for a couple of years you were uh, just searching for jobs where you could use, you know, your tool of choice at the time, whatever programming language was uh, your darling, and you're like, how can I solve this problem with X that I want to do everything now with? Yeah, well, I I, I think that that's, uh, I, I often give that advice to people. I, I always say that whatever you're doing in your current gig, always be thinking about your next gig. and. How are you working on a project such that you're moving your skills forward? Because mm -hmm. you, you know, at the end of the day, you have to manage your own career. Um, yeah. Companies like to talk the talk, where they they're all about career development and you know supporting their employees. But at the end of the day, they want to hire people, they want to retain people, and they want to get some work done, which yeah. is fine. That's what they're there for. But you know, the over you know, overall arc of your career will include many companies. The, the, the time of, you know, where you started at some company when you were a young person and then you've got the gold watch when you were 55 or 60 or something like that. I mean, those, those days are gone. Yeah. You know, anybody who's looking to be a career IT person at one organization, the, that'll be a pretty rare gig these days. Mm -hmm. So you have to acknowledge that you're going to be working for a variety of companies over your career. And it's up to you to be the glue that connects those, you know, all of those situations together. You know, yeah. if you're moving into new technology or you're doing a lateral sort of job switch, you're going out of development and into, say, product, in my example, or you're going from back end and you want to see what's going on with more of the front end technologies out there, web development. Yeah. You've got to be deliberate about, you know taking on projects and, and working with folks who, who understand these things and just, you know, do what I did. I just pestered people and asked lots of questions and, mm -hmm. you know, walked over to other groups and said, hey, that's cool. What you making? You know, and you just start the conversations because, you know, at the end of the day, lots of people, they really enjoy talking about what they're passionate about. So always, even if you're in a situation where it's not great for you personally, look around you. There are always amazing folks around here, yeah. usually smarter than you. And that's been my my secret is find out who the smart people are and see what they're interested in. And you go, hmm, why are these smart people interested in this? Maybe I should check this out. And thus far, that has never really steered me wrong. So well, it's, it's gotten me into something. It's been one of the great things about the, the conference. Definitely one of the unintended consequences. I certainly didn't plan on it was people changing jobs after the conference. You go there and you meet people and you start talking to people and 
hey, maybe there's a job opportunity at your, you know, your workplace. And people, I, you know, one of the, the first ideas for the conference is trying to encourage new people to come and speak. And so I was inspired by DevOps days and the people doing quick talks. And I'm like, wow, somebody should be able to, you know, it's still a lot of work, but to try and come up with something for five minutes, if you're scared of being on stage, you're scared of speaking in front of other people, this is an opportunity to present yourself. And I've mm -hmm. met so many really cool, smart people and, you know, trying to encourage them to speak is not always easy. And then I'm like, well, you've done this one really, really cool thing. Just trust, try to talk to us about it for two minutes, five minutes. And, and I was like, and you might get some people really reacting really well to it. And you'll see, they'll see you on stage you just, and maybe you have you a chance to know. change your career and your job. And that's, it's, it's a great personal goal to try and talk in front of other people. Nobody has to like it, you know, and just get up there and mm -hmm. challenge yourself and, maybe somebody will see you and, and go, wow, maybe they should work for us or maybe you'll change your jobs or, you know. Yeah, it, it's, I find it very interesting when you hear people talking about something that they're passionate about. And uh, you know that, you know, my primary focus is not DevOps. I mean, Nellie likes to make jokes that she's not technically, you know, oriented <laughs> and, and all that. But, you know, for me, relatively speaking, when I'm in the room listening to some of the DevOps folks really get stuck into you know, mm -hmm. arcane subjects. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah. I can see the landing lights. I know there's a plane flying overhead, but I'm not quite getting it. But I do get the fact that people are very passionate about these things and they're willing to spend, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of time thinking carefully and deliberately about these things, which is great to see. And yes, if you're in a, at a conference and you see that from somebody who's giving a talk and they may be a little reluctant and sure their slides are not super smooth and you know they may fumble their introduction a little bit, but once they get going, you see that and you go, wow, and you know, that person should be working with us. And we, we you know, love, we that's, love that's just cool. talks about, you know, people's lives and their story. I love a, a good talk with a story arc. And, you know, technical command line stuff is great when we're following recipes and we're trying to build stuff. But sometimes you're not doing X, Y, Z exactly. Like when you talk to me about Node sometimes, I was like, I don't understand what's going on because I don't do this stuff. But mm -hmm. when someone tells their life story of how they had a problem and they tried to solve it and they went on this path and then they got somewhere, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, I mean... Talking about your career path is awesome. I mean, you know, Nellie, you started in a science lab, mm -hmm. working with working with fish, and you know, doing all these experiments, and then then off to. The... And then I realized that while I had loved studying biology and fish physiology specifically, I didn't actually want to spend the rest of my life in a lab coat <laughs> chopping up fish hearts. <laughs> you know, go figure. I mean, it was it worked for lots of people, but for me, I, I really miss talking to people and spending time with people. Um, so yeah, that began a sort of like a new discovery, a new path. I mean, it took me a couple years to figure out what I wanted to do. And, um, but I applied to physio school. I got in, that was like my next thing. I became a physio and I, I loved that work. It was, you got to work with people. Really fulfilling, yeah, like all day long. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that, um, I guess it came to an end pretty quickly in that I got into a bad bike accident. I was run over by a car when I was on my bike and I had a really bad concussion. So that stopped me from working for a little bit. And then add insult to injury, I had like a breast cancer diagnosis <laughs> out of the blue. So I had to have treatment and get started with that. And so, I mean, yeah, sometimes your life is out of, it's not within your control. And that's the big lesson I've learned in the last few years. Um, 
I haven't been able to return to my physio job and you know it's it's hard to think about giving up something that you really love um, but sometimes you don't have a choice and I'm mm. not saying that I've decided not to go back I'm playing it by ear and yeah. if I could go back I definitely would but right now um, I'm yeah. just not in good shape to do that but yeah. um so yeah, sometimes you need to, you need to, I mean, for lack of a better word, pivot or like Chris said, keep in mind what's, what's next on the horizon, what's in the future, you know, mm -hmm. what is possible because there's more to life than just what you have the skills, uh, sorry, what skills you have currently, mm -hmm. right? Or yeah, what I mean, you, you studied science, at. biology and physiology mm -hmm. and you're like, this is fascinating, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've definitely always admired you for your hugely awesome science brain you know you memorize so much stuff you studied so much you just and then you're like oh this is great but i don't want to work in a lab no i don't want to work in like a you know a shed with fish i want to mm -hmm. work with people so kind of like coders and programmers sometimes you're you, you you study something and you end up in a place and then you're like oh maybe i don't want to be in this cubicle farm or i don't want to be in this like i used to spend a lot of time in server rooms so you're in server rooms and it's always super cold or super hot or you know, you life will take you in different places and you got to pivot. And for Mac DevOps, for me, it was like I was working in server rooms and now all the servers are going into other people's server farms in the cloud. And mm -hmm. the conference was a bit of my pivot was going from traditional IT, setting up storage and servers to now I'm figuring out how to uh, set up Amazon and how to go into other people's clouds and set it up. And if you talk to Wade and other cool friends that I lean on sometimes I'm still trying to figure it out and that's why I'm still doing the conference because I'm still trying to figure it out and it does take a community it takes uh, you know a, a village to raise this idiot and uh, sometimes I feel like you know there's well, like that imposter to be the village idiot, someone's so. got to be the ability you know it's you this imposter syndrome where we all think we can't do what we're doing but mm -hmm. we try our hardest and while us in the tech world we don't go to school for four years a lot of times sometimes for comp sci you do and there seems to be a lot of self-made people where you're learning or you're going to code camp or you're trying or you learn, you know, you're like, I want to learn Node, so I'm going to get a job and I'm going to solve it with Node or I'm going to learn XML or I'm going to solve my problem. And mm -hmm. um, we all learn by taking on a project. I mean, you know, Nelly, you were doing manual therapy when you were doing classes and courses, but you, you take on a project and you learn by doing it. Sure. Yeah. That's like specific, mm -hmm. like uh, physio stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very like focused because you can definitely, uh, what's the word, like get specific with one area of physio mm -hmm. and be an expert in one area. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say just follow what you're interested in, whether it's diving deeper into something or retreating back and taking a bigger look at the big picture and saying, well, maybe I want to change my focus and maybe I want to do some research. Um, I don't know if this is relevant to your sort of origin story but you know what I'm thinking about a lot these days is not necessarily having to take action right away you know like taking the time to do research to find find out different interests you may have and and just you know like try new things mm -hmm. don't be afraid to fail at them we're all beginners at at, at something you know at some point and um you can't, you, if you want to try something out, try it out, right? You don't have to get married to it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's where I'm at right now is I'm just trying to figure yeah. out, try different things, figure out, you know, what, what am I good at right now and what, what have I always really liked but never really done, you mm -hmm. know, like whether it's writing or, yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been one of the 
sub themes in a lot of programming, kind of like this fail fast, where the idea is that make your mistakes early instead of years later where they're harder to correct. But the not being afraid to fail, right? Don't be afraid to try and also, you know, do some research, test things out, use your community, help get help from your community. Like in the tech world, we have our Mac and Slack. We have, I learned so much stuff from mailing lists, like emailing like tons of people on different lists, asking for questions, people still finding my questions and sometimes answers on lists from archived from years ago. Now we have the Mac admin Slack and there's huge communities and going to conferences, I mean, has, has been a way to help people get together and to build a community. I yeah. mean, as much as the organizer likes to program a conference with speakers and talks and everything, it's really the hallway track and the people getting together that that's the real, that's where the real work is done. The real work is done in the yeah. hallway and yeah. getting coffee and, uh, you know, conference organizers around the world have to not forget that people are there to see each other not just to, mm-hmm. to be there for whatever you planned at the it's, sessions because it's the space in between the sessions. It, it yeah. Is. Have... Oh my gosh. I found that working in the hospital. So I used to work at, um, a hospital as a physio. And so, you know, I'd be responsible with, you know, helping people get out of bed for their first time after surgery, making sure they could walk safely and get home. And that, that was just our job. But we would work really closely with the nurses, with the doctors, with the whole healthcare team. And I mean, when I had students with me, I would tell them the most important part of your day is not only helping the patient, but it's literally saying hi to everybody you see in the hallway. You know, how are they doing? What's their day like? It's not specifically patient-centered but it's specifically your relationship with these people you know Mm. because you're going to be asking these people for help at some point during the day or the week they're going to be asking you for help if you have a good relationship you know you've got something to build on and you've got something there yeah and that's i I find that that's been a bit of a theme for me working with teams and being Mm -hmm. you know a team lead or a dev lead or something like that and just to go back to some of the things that you said you know when you're when you're trying to pivot or you're casting about for doing something to keep it fresh and right. you know you're getting a little bit tired of your current situation is is that yeah have be in an environment where you do trust people where you can talk to them and mm-hmm. say look I'm not I don't feel like I'm doing well at this I feel like right. I'm failing even though other people will go oh my god you're working so hard but you know internally you know the imposter syndrome thing you think like I- I'm flailing about here I don't I don't feel comfortable. I don't. I don't quite understand exactly mm-hmm. how everything's working together. Or this isn't something that I thought I, you know, I'm enjoying, and I thought I was going to, and I worked towards this thing, and now here I am, but I'm not enjoying it. And having that, being able to be vulnerable in front of other mm-hmm. folks that you work with, the only way you can do that is that you actually build like real relationships. It can't just be the you know, the very perfunctory, yeah, okay, I need you to do this thing that's part of your job and you need to do this thing yeah. and then I do that thing and then we're both done and thank you very much and bye. Yeah, while it's possible, it's just not really satisfying. Yeah, and it's just it's just not real. It's you know? not. Yeah. It's not. You. I mean, you feel like a real jerk sometimes saying, can you just do this for me right now, get it done this mm-hmm. way, Yeah. bye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent years as a disgruntled sysadmin, but when I became a consultant, I slowly realized that half of my job was being nice to people, talking to them, just asking them how they're doing. Soft skills. Soft yeah. skills. I mean, even when I can do a lot of my job remotely, 
like can, after I've configured server hardware and whatever, I can log in and check on backups and do whatever. But half the time was just going there and seeing how they're doing. I mean, mm -hmm. they may or may not file a, a support ticket on a problem, but if you talk to them, you can find out a things that you can do that you could be paid for, or b just things that are bugging them and whatever they're doing, and find out what right. what what is what you know roadblocks, stoppages. What what is stopping you from doing your work? Mm -hmm. What's bugging you? Um, and and then sometimes also for being paid as a consultant or in a job, you're like, if they don't see you and you're doing everything remotely, why are they paying you? you know, it's like sometimes yeah. people need to see you and, yeah. and it's also, you know, a good human thing is well, talk to the humans. Yeah, talking to the humans because, you know, you have many, many people who have different focuses. I mean, we a different focus. You, you know, you'd like to think if, if you're using a computer, you should understand everything about mm -hmm. the thing that you're doing on the computer. And, you know, some people, if they're working in, let's say, video editing or visual effects or, you know, straight up business stuff, they have so many other concerns that are crowding their mind right now. The, the fact that the computer is a program or application or whatever is working a certain way because obviously this, this and this and this. Sure, they could understand that. They're not stupid people. It's just that they don't. It's not that they don't care. It's just they, they are attending to all of these other things, which is their main gig. You know, that's their main focus. And they're not going to be able to always articulate to you like what the issue is you know well this seems slow or this there's something going on with this but i found this workaround and i do this thing and you're like whoa you're doing that thing okay that and i've talked to somebody else equals this other problem mm -hmm. that you would never be able to articulate to me yeah. but you wouldn't get there unless you start to get the larger picture from people who are seeing aspects of these issues mm -hmm. and you know that's I think is how you can make yourself more effective in a business context because you can go back to management and go okay these people that you're paying a lot of money are working at you know say 30% or 50% of what they could be working at because of this this and this you know, if we put some time and effort and money into this, we can push that log jam aside and people can work a lot better, a lot happier, a lot more effectively. But you, you don't see that unless mm -hmm. you're actually there and strangely enough, do some listening. Yeah. Talking to the humans, which I think Talking would be a humans. great name for this podcast. Talking there to the humans. There you go. Talking to the humans. Yeah. Well, we... <laughs> It is the human element that makes us want to get together, and I really, it just, you know, I'm, I, I'm overflowing with, with love and, and happiness when I see everybody in the room, and everybody, you know, is just so overjoyed to be learning new things, and when I hear people telling me that they thought that the conference was going to be too, like, highfalutin or too crazy, because I called it Mac DevOps, because I was inspired by DevOps and people just working together, um, and then they realized that they just gave them a lot of extra things to shoot for, to... To, to jump higher, to rise up to the occasion, and then everybody is actually super nice and helpful, and we're all beginners, um, and we have to keep that beginner mind and keep learning and not think of ourselves as indestructible experts. We're all here and learning together, and mm -hmm. the ride is more fun together. So. That's so true. I mean, everything that you've ever learned and become proficient at, you know, you did start knowing nothing, and yeah. everybody else is in the same boat, you know, it's... I think it's easy to feel isolated sometimes if you're in your own sort of expertise silo. I don't know if you have that in tech, but I mean, we have that yes. in healthcare. <laughs> Strangely, <laughs> Strangely enough, it's <laughs> a human thing, yes. right? Um, but everyone is going through that. Everyone, everyone feels isolated. Yeah, we're all we're all just trying our best, you know. And yeah. all, and I think it's easy to really beat yourself up too to say like I should be better or I should be at this level or mm -hmm. I should know as much as this other person. But you know, at the end of the day, you're you're doing something, and 
that's worth something. It's not, it's not nothing. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today, Nellie. I know you have yeah. to uh, run off and right. in, in a hurry to your meditation, meditation, meditation class. Yes. You hurry up and slow down, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, well, I have an immense love and respect for you, and you've been an incredible, awesome partner in my journey. And... Thanks. I guess we didn't mention, but I am married to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, I thought you two just met. Oh, 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 oh secrets out. <laughs> Happily married. No, it's been it's been a fun adventure. I guess I'm the original DevOps wife. <laughs> Yes, yes, you are original <laughs> DevOps original one, number one. Number one. Um, <laughs> still in packaging. Well, you're still the smartest person I know, and I love oh, you dearly. Shucks. And love- Chris, you're the second smartest person yeah. I know. Hi, <laughs> number two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, you're awesome, and I couldn't couldn't do this conference and uh, without uh, with all the help that I get. Uh, so. Um, if you want to come to Vancouver, um, there's, there's a it's a beautiful city and there's a, a half decent conference. MDOYVR.com, June 10th to 12th, um, 2020. So 2020. we can see the future. We will prognosticate. <laughs> we will drink uh, coffee. We'll drink coffee. And argue about things. And argue about things and help each other learn. Um, so thanks everybody. This has been great. Uh, signing off. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you to our guests and co-hosts. Mac DevOps podcast is a brainchild of Matt X and Chris Johnson. Today's episode was edited by JD Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service.